0: My name is Nora West Allen, the fastest woman alive. When I'm from, 30 years from now, I'm the guardian of Central City. I'm a speedster, just like my dad. People call me XS. Every day I hope to live up to the legacy of the Flash. But I've still got a long way to go.
1: is the new bully I'm your host leroy with my co-host
2: this is eli
1: yep and we're back with another episode and if you were this last episode you know we had a special movie review episode but now we are back to basics we are back to what we normally do and it's going to be a a great episode where we got a bunch of shit that we're going to try to run through because a lot of stuff happened this week which was kind of weird yeah yeah but we're going to try to run through it as much as possible first thing before we get to that eli i just want to take some stuff that's going around in mississippi Nothing to do with nerd shit, just wanted to just bring it up. This week uh is the Mississippi State Fair. And today it ended. For those listening to it, it ended yesterday. But anyway, Eli, I'm so glad it ended.
2: Oh, is that why like your profile picture was you by like the carnival or something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed my profile picture in like three years. So yeah. So that was a big uh, round of applause for me to do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you look thrilled in the picture.
1: <laughs> it was hot as fuck out there, man. It's Mississippi. <laughs> oh, damn, really? It's a hot. It snowed here. Yeah, it was, snowing it was here, hot man. as shit outside. I was wiping sweat off my head when I took the picture. That's why. <laughs> but the main reason I'm glad it's gone because, like I said, the fair, you spend a shitload of money on the fair, which I'm glad I'm going. Spending a shitload of money on food, you don't need to be eating anyway because it's bad as fuck. Cotton candy. Chicken on a stick, funnel cake, shit you don't need to be eating, but you keep spending all this money that you don't need to be spending on stuff like that. And it, and it really hurts me, Eli, because I stay, like, right next to the fair. So oh, when yeah. I come home, I can smell the fair food stepping out of the car. I'm like, this shit is torture, you know. <laughs> So I got no choice but to go down there and get some fair food. You know, that's why I'm just glad it finally ended, you know, so we can just be done with it. And it's really screwing me up because remember, I kept telling him I'm trying to uh, I, I ordered my Black Panther outfit, right?
2: Oh, you're trying to slim down. Huh?
1: Yeah, trying to get into the Black Panther. If I can't get there, you know, eating funnel cakes and, you know, <laughs> chicken <laughs> on a stick and stuff, you know. <laughs> Oh, I bought a cool ass helmet too. I'm gonna I want everybody to check both the YouTube comic book bullies. Yes, we're doing a self plug. Comic book bullies YouTube page and our like messenger profile page. I'm gonna do a like a quick profile of what the, the mask look like. Awesome. Check that out, you're gonna see it. Uh Eli, you wanna add anything?
2: Um, it snowed here today, which pissed me off. I hate it when it snows before daylight savings time.
1: So. Oh damn, what is daylight savings time?
2: Like next month they keep making it
1: later right but it's still getting darker outside
2: yeah yeah i wish they would just like stop doing like let us fall back and then stop
1: (laughs) right i mean it's coming whether we like it or not so
2: yeah just give me my extra hour and leave it alone you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh eli before we get to the show i want to make sure i clear up some stuff that we got into on facebook that post was not about you
2: Oh yeah, I kind of gathered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for those that don't know what's going on, I'm gonna just make a quick post about that because I was, like I said, I don't watch football. So when I finally <laughs> decided to watch football, I decided to watch the Giants and Eagles game, and I was watching oh. Eli Manning just getting destroyed on the field, like fumbles, tackles, sacks, interceptions. I'm and I remember like this guy won like two, you know, Super Bowl MVPs, and he's playing like this. He's playing like garbage. So I made the post. You know, Eli is garbage, you know. And then when you made your post, I like, oh, shit. I didn't even think about what I just said, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit. What did, Le- did Leroy, like, see, like, hear one of my bands or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw some leaked footage of you playing. All- <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, people that know about the podcast was in on the joke, so they kept making other stuff like this. So they just started naming other Eli people, like, Eli Whitney, who you know made the cotton gin, and you know, Eli Roth and the book. Yeah, Eli. I saw Cliff
2: with <laughs> Eli Roth and
1: shit. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of funny too because they were in on the joke. And and the thing about it, Eli, you got to remember. See, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning and all the Mannings are like royalty in Mississippi. So saying Eli is down here is pretty much like saying Beyonce. You know? Oh, okay. it's because it's just well, because they're just that big a deal in Mississippi, you know. So it's well, it's well,
2: well, yeah. Growing up with the name Eli, it's not a very common name. So.
1: I didn't think it was either until <laughs> people start naming all those names. I'm like, damn, there are a lot of Elias out
2: there. Yeah, they're they're not never used to be. I mean, I yeah, teachers or uh, every year, every year in school, the teacher would mispronounce my name, Ellie, Eli, Elias. <laughs> you know, because my, my my full name is Elias. You know, Elias. You know, right. as in the angel from the Bible or some Bible shit. But uh, oh, but yeah, Elias, Elias, Ellie. Like they never pronounce my name right. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I was wondering about that. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, your name is not as uncommon as you think it is now. So
2: yeah, it's yeah. There's, there's a lot more of us now.
1: You just feel good about it that your your name, uh, you share the name with the MVP, your Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> who do I share my name with? That bullshit Jenkins? ass. No, that bullshit ass. Eighties. Uh, Kung Fu Blaxploitation movie. Oh, yeah. The Last, the Last Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> right. And everybody always keep making fun of that movie every time they see me. every I remember growing up and every time it came on HBO, I knew every time it came on HBO without even having HBO. If <laughs> people just come <laughs> up and start quoting the movie to me, <laughs> have you seen that movie, The Last Dragon? Yes, motherfucker, I've seen the movie. You don't have to quote the movie to me. I know the movie. So, anyway, can we get to the show? Yeah. Okay. Pass the bullshit. Let's get right to the show. So, What we're going to do is get right in. For those new to the podcast, what we normally do is getting to the box office numbers. And we're going to show the box office numbers right now. Eli, give it to me. What was the box office numbers again by a wide margin with nobody else close to it?
2: Ooh, Venom.
1: Venom. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Yeah. People like Venom. Seems like. People
1: really like Venom. Like, what the fuck? I mean, you thinking it was going to be like a drop off, right? Let's look at these numbers. Let's dig in. So we had a, a 55... 0.5% Uh, 0.5% drop off, which actually is actually pretty damn good. You know, most movies, That's you know, not have bad. a bigger drop off. Like I said, it was 80 last week. Now it's 35, which is actually about decent what you expect, especially since hit number one again. So it's a runaway train. I didn't look at the numbers real quick, but I think,
3: excuse
1: <clears throat> me, fair food. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's 375 million right now worldwide. And that's the thing about Venom because Sony didn't spend a lot of money on this movie. It's like very low. So at this point right now, they're getting pure profit. And any more money they make on this movie is pure profit. This is a win for Sony. People trying to figure out why people saying this movie is a win when Justice League wasn't a win. even Even though Justice League technically was tracking higher and Venom probably won't make as much money as Justice League. It doesn't have to. That's how the box office numbers work. Just leave, like, it cost them, like, $300 million to make production alone. Not counting the other shit they had to put in there. Venom is easy money. They just crank that shit out and that's it, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: And, Eli, I think I think that's where they're going to go with these movies now. I think they're going to put less and less money into these superhero movies. Like, look at the Joker. That shit looks cheap as fuck. Yeah. I
2: well, mean, yeah, it, I, it I, may, yeah. It may
1: be a good movie. I'm just saying it don't look like they're, they're spending $300 million on, on Joker, you know?
2: Yeah. Or you know, fucking ten million of that. The budget is going to Robert Downey Jr. Right. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know yeah. to finance his yacht or something or his weekend. Yeah. You know, so and that's the way they're going. I mean, I've been hearing rumors also, like Captain Marvel. They said that's probably going to be one of Marvel's, uh, like budget-wise, like lowest budgeted movies that they're coming out with. You know, it won't be like yeah, a two hundred million dollar I... movie. And So. And you gotta think about it, I mean, you don't have anybody like Samuel Jackson is probably gonna be the highest paid actor in that movie. You're not gonna even though Brie Larson can won an Oscar, fuck like an Oscar means in, in nowadays, you know. It's whether you put butts in the seats, that's all that matters, you know. And we will see. Like I said, if the movie is is a a, a smash hit and a runaway success like you know about it, she'll get her money. I mean, that's that's how this works. So what else we got? Uh, number two, uh Star Is Born," Lady Gaga, which had an even lower drop off, which is thirty four point seven percent. I'm not gonna look in the Lady Gaga's box office number because I really don't give a shit. Uh, number three, we have "The First Man," Ryan Gosling. Yep. So, Eli, I'm gonna make confession. I don't think I've ever seen a Ryan Gosling movie.
2: Really? You never seen Drive?
1: Oh, I saw half of it. Honestly, oh, I fell asleep on the movie. movie. I'm sorry. I know everybody say it's like some oh. kind of art house classic. I'm like, man, this shit boring as fuck, man. Did it? Did it good? Good? Get? Oh it man, get it's brutal, it
2: gets, man. It get. Oh man, he gets really violent and brutal at the end, man. Yeah, he goes off.
1: I couldn't. That's the middle wait ass shit. I couldn't wait that long. I was just like, nothing is fucking happening. He did he even talk in the movie?
2: I don't know, but he like hammers the fuck out of people and.
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't make it that far into the movie. It must have been like later on or something, you know. So I can get into yeah. it. Uh, okay, I did see the Notebook. But I'm not gonna count the. Notebook.
2: I I didn't see the notebooks
1: because the the notebook was Ryan Gosling before he was Ryan Gosling. You no, know? that's like that's like saying uh, Young Hercules. You can't count Her- Young Hercules as a Ryan Gosling show. Even oh,
2: though I saw that one with Russell Crowe. What was that one with Russell? Him and Russell Crowe, the Shane Black movie.
1: Uh the Nice Guys.
2: The Nice Guys. I saw that. That wasn't bad.
1: Was it? Okay, I didn't see it. Yeah,
2: it wasn't bad.
1: Yeah. I take it Buddy back. Buddy I take it yeah. back. There was another Ryan Gosling movie I did see. And I think I think it was crazy stupid love was that the movie
2: i didn't see that
1: <laughs> okay uh, it was steve carell and emma stone and i don't the only thing i remember about that movie is Ryan constant taking his shirt off i don't know why i remember that that's just weird
2: <laughs> wasn't he in that musical what's that musical that
1: la la land. I la, la land remember yeah remember i trashed that movie a while ago but we're not gonna go back there so it won an it, oscar he wants right was it
2: was he in that
1: yeah yeah he would like okay. the star. I, I, I didn't see it, but I heard, you know. Yeah, I mean, it won an Oscar, so it must have done something. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, past that. Number four, Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, I guess. I don't know. More Halloween crap coming out. Uh, Number five, we have Smallfoot. Uh, number six, oh,
2: shit. That's still
1: there. Still, still hanging in there. It's getting his money. Uh, Number six, we have Night School, the Kevin Hart movie. Okay, okay, number seven. Number seven, Bad Times at the El Royale. Is that out already? It is out. Damn. Yeah. It, number it, seven, huh? Number seven. It debuted at number seven, so it didn't – It it's not a barn burner, you know. But it, honestly, it, it looks interesting.
2: Yeah, I want to see it. I'd like to see that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, number eight, we have The House with the Clock in Its Walls. Oh,
2: wow, that's still,
1: still – hanging cool. in there. Eli Roth is getting his money. Your namesake <laughs> – <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and number nine, we have The Hate You Give. uh I, I think did it debut? No, no, no. The last week it debuted. Okay. And Is that one of those uh, yeah. protest movies. Yeah, it's like a Black Lives Matter movie. I don't know that girl from The Hunger Games. I don't know. Everybody trying to keep make her a big thing. So we'll see if she survives next year. I don't know. uh Number ten, we have A Simple Favor. Like I said, the hot white chicks movie. So. Yeah, that's the box office numbers. This sounds pretty good so far. Venom is a runaway success. Uh, everybody thought the first man was going to take down Venom. Uh, no, Ryan Gosling just don't have it in to take down Venom. So, I don't know.
2: And that looked good until I heard people were saying it's really slow and boring.
1: That's what I heard, too. It looked interesting, but they said it was slow and boring also. Even though they said they painted Neil Armstrong as like a like a tragic figure. Like, they saw the backstory behind him and stuff like that. And they're like, you really feel his pain i mean because you got to think about it what they what they were doing at the time they were the first person to go into space and the chance of them even coming back alive was slim to none so it was technically a suicide mission you know and they got explain yeah. it to their family so that's some hard shit to you know that that, that makes some good drama you know conflict yeah you know. yeah so pretty cool Uh, yeah. Like I said, well, that was some good stuff right there. Eli, where can we keep going for Nick? Like I said, we got a lot of stuff we got to blow through. Uh, we better
2: get into this shit. Let's get into it. watch some
1: TV. We, I did watch TV. We all 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 watch some TV. We all watch TV. Before we get to that, before we get to that, let's start with the, uh, bullshit that happened about TV and let's start with Iron Fist.
2: Okay. Let's just get, I did not, I did not watch that TV.
1: And (laughs) guess what, Eli, you don't have to. (laughs) <laughs> not anymore well, cool <laughs> not anymore it no longer matters what happens on this show the reason it no longer matters what happens to iron fist because iron fist has been canceled from netflix done Benito. out of here so yeah so for the five of you fans that are sad about this i my condolences you know uh honestly i thought this show fucking sucked that's just me uh it wasn't yeah
2: i didn't finish it because i thought it sucked i didn't even
1: finish it right now uh, people are saying that season two was much 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 better maybe it was i mean season one sucked so bad anything could be an improvement you know so i actually watched season two and i think i thought it was an improvement it went from being complete shit to slightly watchable that's what i thought i didn't even watch i didn't even finish the last episode i think something happened or i fell asleep or i got a phone call or I went to work, I don't know, and I never went, oh, no, Spider-Man came out, that's what happened. Oh. <laughs> and I never went back. <laughs> and so, I just never cared to even finish it, because it felt like a chore to even watch season two, even though it was an improvement over season one. It felt like a chore to watch, and I'm like, why am I spending all my time watching this shit? I be doing this, doing something else.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, reading a comic or something, anything. You know, I don't feel like sitting here just watching a show that I got to you know, suffer through, or even you know, uh, I gotta go watch Iron Fist. You know, why that, that's not why you should be watching TV shows. You know, yeah,
2: that's how I felt about The Punisher, which was really sad.
1: Right. So yeah, we can't wait to review season two. <laughs> yeah,
2: like really. Well, maybe the next episode will be better. Right. You know, like, well, okay, okay, I, I get it. Character development, I get it. Okay, we, we're building a, we're building drama. Well, maybe, maybe the next episode will be better, and then okay. Well, we're four episodes in. He's got to shoot somebody now, right? This is the Punisher, right?
1: Right. No, oh. they got to get into the gun debate. You know, yeah. is Punisher doing the right thing? You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he can't try to fuck Micro's wife the whole show, right? He's got to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is the Punisher I'm watching, right?
1: You're right. This is make the show about, let's, let's fix, let's fix uh, Microchip's <laughs> wife's car or something, you know.
2: Yeah, really. oh man, bad yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> Netflix, and that's the thing, Eli. Honestly, Iron Fist to me was so bad it fucked up all the other Netflix shows because it, it, it felt like I felt like the shows, other than Daredevil, which was great, like awesome. Yeah. And, and like I said, season three comes out like next week. We're not gonna do a a, a special show because I'm I don't have the energy to, <laughs> in me to do another special <laughs> show. <laughs> But as far as Iron Fist, I feel like the other shows were kind of kind of cool and were there. But Iron Fist was so bad, it drug all of them down. I think Iron Fist, the character, single-handedly tank defenders. Because you got yeah. Daredevil, cool. Luke Cage, cool. Jessica Jones, cool. And they got that lame-ass little brother hanging around with him just like, uh, no, he fucks the whole thing up. No no matter a bad writing where you can make fun of how lame he is is going to fix this. 'Cause so much of the show was focused just around him.
2: And how he how shitty he can't fight.
1: Right. How uh, shitty he fights. We don't care. We get it. But Eli, can I give you the a iron
2: sp- fist that doesn't punch anybody, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. He bragged about it all the time but he didn't punch anybody, you know. <laughs> so, but can I give you since the show is over, no one cares anymore, can I give you a spoiler what happened in the last episode? Sure. Okay, <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? Uh spoiler for the three of you who who even care. <laughs> We're going to just spoil the end of Iron Fist if anybody really cares. Basically what happens at the end of Iron Fist, and honestly I just didn't even see it, but I heard about it. So I'm going to just tell you what I heard. Uh, Colleen Wing becomes the new Iron Fist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I actually, because she was to me was the shining star of that show. I was like, yeah, "Why not?" I got to suffer through this shit, but I like her in the show. But I got to suffer through the show just to get to her. So at the end of the last episode, she becomes She takes the Iron Fist from him and becomes the new Iron. No, did
2: she beat his ass and take it? That's what should happen.
1: Well, somebody else beats his ass, and she beats the guy that beats his ass to get it, or some shit. I don't know. I didn't see the shit. I don't know. She got it anyway. She's the new Iron Fist. They thought season three was gonna set up. Her being Iron Fist and continue her arc, but nope, not gonna happen. Done. So there are some rumors about what may or may not happen with Iron Fist. People are thinking that, uh, you know, because like you said, Disney has a new streaming show uh, service coming out. You know, with when we didn't talk about this, John Favreau, the Mandalorian.
2: Oh yeah.
1: We just talked about it. Okay, moving past. <laughs> can we try to limit as much Star Wars talk as we can before we, you know, ignite anything? <laughs> uh, like I said, people are thinking that. Disney is going to pick up Iron Fist and put it on their new uh, streaming platform. I'm like, no. They're not going to do that. They're trying to sell people on their new streaming platform. Why would they put a show on there no one gives a shit about? Other than like three or four people. You know, That was a half-assed show to begin with. Now because this Mandalorian show, they're putting money behind this. Like money, money behind it. They're putting Disney money behind this shit.
2: Money and talent.
1: Money and talent. Like, I saw the director's list. I, I, I know you saw it also, Eli. Eli. Like, these are like some, some talented directors. they get like, oh, he's doing this episode? He's doing yeah. episode? She's doing episode? Okay. I'm excited. I'm interested. Yeah. You know? You can't have that. and didn't have Iron Fist after that. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, they're trying to sell people on this shit. So... What they're saying, and, and it's not even a rumor. They kind of confirmed this. That Netflix is saying that Iron Fist will pop up in other TV shows, and that's the shit to piss me off. Because I don't want. Because I know he's not going to be Jessica Jones. Because he ha, he don't have shit to do with Jessica Jones. Uh, he may pop up in Daredevil, but Daredevil is so good. They like we don't need you, Iron Fist. Go the fuck away. So you know what they're going to do. They're going to try to throw his ass in Luke Cage.
2: Yeah, Power and, Man.
1: Right, and fuck that show up. I'm like
2: he, have, that. That one episode he that was in. One
1: episode was, was cool good. <laughs> I'll give it to you. That one episode was cool. But one, one. That's all well, I it want.
2: Was, it wasn't. It wasn't just Iron Fist. The Wu Tang song.
1: The Wu tang song cool. also. But all <laughs> I want is one episode. He can be in there for a little while, say some zen bullshit, and take his ass back to wherever the fuck he came from. I don't want him in every other episode. Hey, Luke Cage, where we going? Where you want to go, Luke Cage? You want to team up? Huh? You want to do that? I don't want his ass there. Go away. You already fucked up one show, your own. Don't come over here and fuck up another show I like. You know, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about, but he was in the comic. He wrote for they should No. Don't fuck up my other show that I like. Keep your ass away. Go somewhere. Like shit. Charlene Wing is cool. She can be in two episodes. Not you. You're a plus one. She's the one. Yeah.
2: And she's the Iron Fist now, so far. Yeah,
1: she's the Iron (laughs) Fist now. So if you have the Iron Fist, bring her. Where's Danny? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) He's gone. Yeah,
2: because, yeah, the the one chick Luke Cage hasn't fucked yet.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) 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 But he will. (laughs) Coffee anyone? (laughs) Uh, so yeah that's what i said so uh yeah iron fist whatever who gives a fuck uh next on the list what we got oh yeah now we can talk about well actually we talked about netflix we talk about some other streaming services for those that have been curious about what's going on with dc universe online the app service yes titans is out and what has happened is they don't do like netflix where they drop an entire season off one time and just like blam there you go you got two days to watch before we spoil everything no they didn't do that they dropped one episode pilot episode that's it so how they're going to do it is going to roll out every week is going to be a new episode i think it's like 10 13 something like that they've already had the name of the episode that's cool that's cool so you don't have to you know because the thing is with these netflix shows you have to watch everything as fast as possible because if you wait that shit will be spoiled for you on the internet you know this you can just watch one episode let it sink in you yeah. know what you just saw enjoy
2: like, it right yeah not trying to it, through discuss as many shows. It. right
1: because yeah. <laughs> i actually watched yeah. the episode twice you know to sound like pick apart see what i like see what i didn't like stuff like that and eli i'm gonna tell you about the show like i said right. i've been i've been saving my opinion about this show online I, because i've been trying to sit back and just see what everybody else is saying i'm hearing wide opinions about it and eli what i think about this show is that i actually really liked it No shit. Yeah, like not even like it was half-ass past entertainment. I was like, this was a good, solid first episode.
2: No shit, because you repaired the shit all over it. You like had to pick out, ready to pee all over the place. Yeah, I
1: was ready. (laughs) I was ready for it. But then I saw the show and saw everything in context and how it played out. And I was like, like I said, I watched this show. I watched this first episode three times. Like (laughs) really, really let it sink in. Really let it. You know, starting to break down some stuff like, okay, I didn't catch it the first time. I saw it this time and I saw what direction they were going with it. I'm going to give you the, uh, I'm going to fuck it, I'm going to just give you a quick spoiler and just give you a, a plot summary of what happened in the first episode. So basically, and like you said, you know how the show is super dark, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, like I said, Team Titans is not really a dark show, but the angle they're going for it, at least in this first episode, it made sense. For instance, like the main, the first episode was really focused on Raven. Now, for those that have read the comics or seen anything about Raven, you know that she's the daughter of the devil, right? Mm-hmm. So the first episode is about either these Satan worshippers or this Jesus freaks chasing after her trying to kill her. One of them. I, they really hadn't clear who's trying to kill her. But, you know, basically trying to capture her and stuff like that. So she's on the run. And Dick Grayson, here's the thing about Dick Grayson. He's a cop in Detroit. You know, He actually, okay. he actually gave up being Robin. He's no longer Robin. He's just a cop. He's just chilling. Okay. But the thing is, in the episode, is that there's this guy that he was trying to arrest, but somehow he found a loophole in the system. And, you know, he got out. You know, he was yeah. he You know, he was uh, abusing his kid. You know, he runs drugs. He runs guns. There's all this stuff like that. But anyway, he's paid with the right people. Can't get caught. So he's like, okay, Dick Grayson can't catch this guy. The police can't do anything with him. Fuck it. I'm robbing. I'm just going to go after his ass, you know. And here's the funny thing about it. Remember the, the fuck Batman line? Yeah. It actually makes sense in context when you watch the show. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you what happens because like I said, he finds that guy that he, that, you know, that can't be touched by the police and anything like that. He catch him doing a drug deal in back alley. Like you've seen on the commercial stuff like that. So Robin just pops out of nowhere. He's like, look, I just want this guy, everybody else get the fuck out of here. I don't care what you do. I just want that guy right there. So when the, all the bad guys and drug dealers see Robin, they look the other direction. They ignore him where's batman oh shit batman's on the way you know so they completely forget he's even there because they're thinking <laughs> batman's about to come down and kick their ass so then when they just ignore him and turn their back on him point the guns in another direction that's when robin starts you know throwing batarangs robin rings and you know start fucking people and the fight scene was fucking brutal but it was awesome and actually robin doesn't really kill anybody now he fucks them up I'll give you that. He fucks them up, but he doesn't really kill anybody in there. So when he's shooting, they kind of angle it differently. He's kind of just shooting in the air, you know, when that scene you saw. So he didn't actually shoot anybody. And then afterwards, when he kicks everybody ass, then he just looks around and see everybody beating, beating the fuck up. Then that's when he says, fuck Batman, you know.
0: So it makes more <laughs> sense
1: when he says it then, you know, because like, oh, I don't, I don't need Batman. I can fuck you guys up myself, you know. And then you okay. go, you know going to know more deep deeper details about that you know basically Dick Grayson is in an area of his life where he's trying to find himself you know. Oh.
2: So because, yeah, in the trailer, it sounded like he was just mad at Batman, like, fuck Batman. He, he stole my cookies or something. Right. You know? Yeah. So it, it's, it was, like,
1: it's not it's not that simple. It's a little more. He's just
2: dismissing. He's like, basically dismiss Batman.
1: Right. Like, yeah. Basically, you, you know, know. <laughs> away
2: with Batman.
1: Right. Because he's trying to find his own identity. That's that's the way he's yeah. at in his life. Right. Now. He's trying to find his own identity, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and the thing and the funny thing about it that I actually like it, I didn't catch on the first uh watch, but I watched on the second watch. That when Dick Grayson, you know, after he beats the fuck out of these people, it's caught on camera. So he goes back to the Detroit Police Department and his superior officer, chief or whatever, they're all watching Robin beat the shit out of these guys in the alley. And they're like, oh, shit, these costume crime fighters are coming to Detroit. We need to stop them because you know what happens when these crazy ass vigilantes come to the city. They're going to try to turn us into Gotham. You know how it happens. First, the yeah. costume creators come and then you, you get killer clowns. Did you get plant ladies? Did you get steroid freak brains? uh, Bane? It's only a matter of time before it happens. Riddle guys, stuff like that. So, get Grayson. I want you to lead a task task force to get Robin out of my city. You know, so it it gets (laughs) a little bit deeper than that. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. So, it makes Robin, it makes Dick Grayson think, like, do I even need to be Robin? You know, he's having that conflict in himself right now because he's trying to figure himself out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty cool. And, like I said, Raven, and then that's why he. He gets contact with Ray because the whole show is really about Dick Grayson and Raven, you know. So Raven, she's on the run for any Satan and shit like that. She's like, oh, they're going to kill me. So I'm going to just do some stupid shit to get arrested. And that's how she ends up in the police uh, station with Dick Grayson. And everybody knows Dick Grayson, you know, always looks after, you know, troubled kids. You know, that's his thing. So they send him. They give the case to Raven and talk. And that's how they meet up and, and team and stuff like that. Now, let's get to Starfire. Like I said, all that bullshit right there. Let's get to Starfire right there. I don't really know what they're doing with Starfire, because was she on the show? She was on the show. Yeah, yeah. She has like she's like the B story, you know. Raven and Dick are like the main story. She's like the B story, so she has her own thing going on. She's actually like in another country. She's in uh, Austria, doing her thing. Okay, but she has amnesia, so when she wakes up, she doesn't know who she is, where she's from. Now, like I said in the comics, her name is Princess Coriander or something like that. So when Starfire wakes up, she just pulls out this driver's license, looking in the mirror, and it says, Corey Anders. You know, play on words, stuff like that. So, you know, they're trying to play that. So she don't know who she is, where she was. Apparently, people are saying, oh, she looks like a prostitute. She looks like... Shit. I think I think that's the point. I think she is a prostitute on the show. With the okay. way they, they played her, like a high-class prostitute, you know. so. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, at the end of it, she talks to these drug dealers, stuff like that, and then... Somehow they shoot her, but she—that's when she turned her Starfire powers on, like that. Now that's when it's saying like, oh, she should have been orange, should have been orange, like that. Whenever she powers up, that's when she goes orange. Okay, you know she looked comic accurate stuff like that, and you don't really know what direction she's going because that she kills all these guys in here. She picks up Raven's picture, and she just looks at it and then walks out the room. So you don't know if she's coming to help Raven, coming to kill Raven. They don't give any backstory on her stuff like that, and I don't know if they're going to change up her backstory and story, story or not. Because, like I said, in the comics, Starfire is an alien. Yeah. But here's something that I caught on the third time watching this show. <laughs> so, like I said, when they first show Starfire, there's a certain song playing. I didn't chance to look up who who sang it. But remember, the song "Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel."
2: I don't think so.
1: You know that you're gonna make me sing it. I'll yeah, sing. Sure. It. Hey. Fuck it. Heaven must be missing an angel. That song. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can make me do that shit for no fucking reason. That's gonna be the last fucking song on this on this episode. Just because of you, Eli. Okay. So anyway, it's making me think that they're changing your story. Like I said, they already playing up the religion aspect very heavily on the show. It's making okay. me think that maybe they're gonna change Starfire from an alien and maybe make her an angel. Okay. Maybe. I like I said, I don't know. We'll see. But overall, yeah, I give the first episode a, a, a four out of five. Like I said, good, solid episode. Not you got to stop everything you're doing and go watch this show. Because I know plenty of you have bootlegged this show already. I already know you have. Fire stick fucks. You know. But anyway, like I said, good, solid show. If you get your hands on it, definitely sit down and watch things like that. So that's all I got. With I
2: think it's supposed to come to Netflix, isn't it?
1: Mm-mm. It's Netflix? coming to Netflix overseas.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So Man. any anybody that's not in the United States, they can watch this show
2: well damn
1: yeah so and my computer crashed so i don't know where we're gonna go with next but oh yeah can i talk about some tv shows now
2: yeah well you still are
1: (laughs) oh yeah i mean like actual like network tv shows now okay so like i said this week uh t is cw brought back some of the some of their shows came back not all of them but a few of them came back and i'm just gonna briefly talk about them like i said we had the flash season five premiere uh, with Nora now, Eli, have you heard anything about what's going on with the beginning of season five?
2: No, I'm. Bah- I started watching last season, but then I ran into the crossover episodes. I was like, okay, I gotta go back and start watching the other sh- see show. What
1: happened in, epi- and, in then, and then and then I, of-
2: yeah, and then I got lost in that hole and never finished.
1: That's <laughs> so. the thing, like these episodes, and that's the thing, like. I, when you really think about it in season five of the flash this show has become very convoluted very heavy like if you haven't been keeping up with it it can be confusing because they're throwing everything multiverse time travel all that bullshit is in there so yeah they're
2: they're like going to earth whatever earth two earth 42 yeah on they, the reg now yeah they've
1: like, been through all that shit he's been through the yeah. Force, came back been to the future past he'd have fucked up the timeline so much he didn't care anymore he just yeah does whatever Cisco he feels and like yeah yeah
2: cisco and what's her face like go on dates in the multiverse now like right he's got yeah, a like,
1: friend in the multiverse <laughs> and she's trying to get him over there and they have a longest relationship it's all kind of crazy shit. yeah so anyway yeah. what happened well, in the
2: multiple dimensions
1: yeah right. relationship
2: so, like long dis- multiple dimension relationships right like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they like multiple dimensions skype each other and shit. you know like they figured out how yeah. to do that you know <laughs> so anyway so what happened in the first episode is there's this character named Nora pops up now. Nora, in the show, is Barry and Iris' daughter from the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, guess what? She fucked up the timeline. <laughs> Just it's like your kids,
2: Marty. Right. So has got a bunch of
1: kids. <laughs> they actually make a Back to the Future joke in there. But Iris didn't get it. She thinks it's a Terminator joke. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So she's in the past and she's just like i fucked up the timeline Helped me get back stuff like that but like i'm gonna give you a spoiler about what happened let's go a little bit deeper than that so it turns out she's not she can go back to the future anytime she feels like it she's purposely staying here for a reason and she tells barry why she's here now the actually this actually is a callback to the pilot episode the very first episode of the flash at the very end of that episode and they never showed it against the episode. They show in a newspaper clipping in 2024 with Flash disappears. You know.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Right. It's happening in the very first episode. So Nora tells, you know, Barry, she shows him the, the newspaper clipping in 2024. He's never seen it before. She saw it the first time. And then she rewinds it 25 years later after that newspaper clipping. She's like, You never came back. I've never met you. I don't know who you are. And you're like and see barry thinking he raised her the entire time you know through the episode And he realized oh shit i was never there for my daughter you know so instead of sending her back he didn't they just keep a secret to themselves he's like okay you're gonna help me fuck up the timeline again <laughs> so i can live and raise you you know like daughter i like a father i should have been to begin with so that's pretty much the the storyline they're going for for the rest of the season so okay so i thought i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool I thought it was pretty clever uh she pretty cool it's funny because the actor actress playing nora their daughter is actually older than the actor playing barry and I- I- iris oh so, really <laughs> yeah remember mork and mindy oh yeah remember when john withers uh showed up like on season three or something like old as fuck and he was their yeah. son
2: yeah he was like came out of an egg he hatched out of an egg
1: right <laughs> so it's not that bad it's not that bad She's actually, <laughs> and the funny thing is, you could tell she's putting on like a fake baby voice to make herself sound younger. Okay. You know? So I thought that was pretty cool, also. But yeah, I thought there was going to be another. there's a there's a TV trope called cousin Oliver. Now, the cousin cousin Oliver trope is oh, yeah. when yeah, when you get into like the season four, or season five of your TV show, then you start adding in relatives and stuff like that. Anybody remembers the Cosby Show? Remember Olivia? That's a that's a cousin Oliver. You know, uh, oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and Growing Pains, all this stuff like that. So she's a cousin oliver but i i like her on the show so we'll see where it goes from there cool yeah uh what are the show got oh i'm sorry i gotta keep talking okay so we're gonna talk about black lightning also black lightning also came in uh like i said it had a short season last year so this time it's giving a full season like the rest of them stuff like that and really cool episode to begin of. it had a whole lot of action they were cramming a whole bunch of stuff uh a lot of black topics in there black lives matter that really really went there even said the n-word in one episode like okay well i wasn't expecting that you know oh uh, one thing about black lightning that kind of annoys me on this show that kind of gets on my nerves and it's every time doing a fight scene they like to play 70s and 80s era r&b during the fight scenes during the fight scenes during the fight scenes it's confusing it's confusing My my black brain is confusing for me For instance, I see these death matches and I see these knives and, you know, uh, death throws like that. And they're doing all these superpowers like that. And then you hear Parliament Funkadelic in the background. And my mind doesn't (laughs) register that this scene is, you know, tense and, you know, high stakes. I want to, you know, I'm thinking of a a barbecue, you know. I'm thinking of the electric (laughs) slide. I'm thinking of the two-step, you know. (laughs) I'm thinking about slow jamming with a girl right now. I'm not thinking about how, how you know, depth-defying these scenes are right now. I, you know, <laughs> I hear a flashlight. Woo, woo, woo. You know, while they're fighting. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I was hoping they would change that in season one, but they seem like they doubled down on it in, in season two. Got cool in the game, playing in the background with, you know, characters getting killed and shit. Like, okay, Blacklight, we get it, you know. But, hey, these back. Oh, shit. I may be missing something, but fuck it. I think it's another show that came on. Oh, yeah. Eli, you almost made me forget. Yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, you can join in on this. Okay. I could, yeah. Okay, so like I said, Doctor Who uh, season 11. I think season 11. If I fucked up, oh, well, y'all can eat us alive. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Doctor Who came on. And like I said, say a female Doctor Who. It's the first time it's ever happened in the history of the show and 80 some odd years has been on or whatever. And Eli, what, what did you think about the episode?
2: I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, I wish it, it was a very first episode, a very first new version of Doctor Who episode where he's trying to, or she is trying to figure out who she is. to and,
1: assume her gender.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, getting used to her new body and where she is and Um, I I I noticed something. I saw that I noticed how they it's like they purposely gave her um all these extra obstacles to overcome. You know, she she didn't have her TARDIS, she didn't have her sonic screwdriver, she could barely remember anything, and it's like they gave her the trope again. Yeah, they gave her all these extra you know hurdles to jump over just to prove that she could. That this new character can handle them, and yeah. I thought that was done very well. You know, like okay, it, it, this isn't the Doctor Who that we're used to, but it's still the Doctor Who that can solve the problems and overcome these these different hurdles and stuff like that. Right. So I mean, I, yeah, I thought, and I thought that that was the tr- the statement they were trying to make, you know. Um but other than that I thought it was a, it was Doctor Who. It was you know the you know begins with a mystery what the fuck is going on? We don't know and then slowly we start figuring it out and that's the thing about Doctor Who is like where the each episode where the episode begins and where it ends is like totally different destinations. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You really got to pay attention to watch the Doctor Who cuz like you, you start out yeah here in the closet and then next thing you know you're on a planet with you know dinosaurs like what the what what, what the fuck was this did i just
1: flop? yeah it, it's it, <laughs> it's not iron fish you have to pay attention yeah yeah i noticed that on doctor who also it's 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 more a a smarter fan base if you yeah. no
2: yeah they're just really wild rides each episode is like that just a wild ride where the yeah you the destination it's all about the destination and how you get to that right to the denouement at the end of the
1: <laughs> right and it's always one little bitty thing that that was presented earlier in the episode that will you know the doctor will use to you know fix the episode at the end if you miss it you're gonna be like wait what happened wait okay yeah yeah <laughs> so and now my, what i thought about the episode like i said it was a the plot line was a typical doctor who plot line we've seen before we've seen these episodes before if you're familiar with the show now like i said these shows I've, I've always rated my doctor who episodes depending on the doctors some doctors i like some doctors i don't like matt smith i like david tennant i like uh that last doctor the one before this one i did not like that's when i stopped watching the show because i like i don't like that doctor you know so they got a new doctor here and honestly because you know it was so many people in the show like so many companions that the doctor had at first watching the show it felt like the doctor was another one of the companions and in my mind i'm like okay when is the doctor going to show up like give me a doctor somebody you know but i give a credit to her the longer the episode went on the more doctory you know she became
2: yeah you I know, thought she was fine. I mean, I I didn't have an issue
1: with her. Yeah, she she, she she grew on me. She grew on me as the episode went on. At first, I felt like she was blending in too much with everybody else. She wasn't sticking out. But the more the episode went on, and I guess the more she started figuring out who she was, the more yeah. she started to stick out. The more she became the Doctor, the doc, Sonic Screwdriver, and started figuring out and start having the erratic speech pattern because that's what the Doctor is. You know, the Doctor had these erratic speech pattern that makes the Doctor seem weird. And the the more the show went on, the weirder she started getting. I was like, okay, you're starting to become the doctor now, you know. And then after they beat the monster like that, then she started wearing the weird ass, you know, Doctor Who clothes. But, you know, her own style. I'm like, okay, that's a doctor. That is a doctor right there. I see that. And then, you know, they tease it at the end. You know, okay, let's go get my TARDIS. Because you can't be the doctor without the TARDIS. The, The TARDIS is more famous than the doctor is you know mm-hmm. but they put that stinger out when she went to go get the tardis then i won't spoil it but anyway yeah it set up for w- episode two you know i was
2: like damn i now i gotta see the new episode exactly because you like i <laughs> want to
1: see the tardis you know <laughs>
2: oh shit i was like damn what oh man now i gotta watch another one
1: <laughs> yeah so that's the thing so and, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm thinking that's how the episode was was trying to be the episode did want her to seem like you know, like you didn't think she was the doctor, you don't know who she was. Like the answer if there was no yeah. big hoopla and no big rollout that oh the doctor's female, the doctor's female, if you just watch this episode, you probably wouldn't know. You probably watch this yeah. show like, Okay, where is the doctor? But the more the show goes on, the episode goes on, then her personality starts sticking out more and stuff like that, you know.
2: Yeah. It's like the show was aware that people were gonna be skeptical mm-hmm. about her. Yeah. and it, it 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 was written in a way where we saw her grow into the character we became more accepting of her as the, as the doctor yeah as as the episode went on and so yeah by the time the end showed up i was like oh shit oh right. man yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I felt
1: i felt like the first episode, I, I was on board <laughs> right i felt like the first episode purposely held her back you know at the beginning you know yeah and then let her shine. So yeah, I'm i I'm excited for episode two to cause you know, in episode two, now she has her memory back. Now she knows she's the doctor and yeah. she's going for the TARDIS. And plus they got their crazy ass cliffhanger and stuff like that. I wanna know, okay, how the fuck they survived that, you know. Yeah. Now like, I want to She not, might be now, okay, yeah. but how are they gonna survive, you know. Yeah.
2: Now now I wanna see some Daleks. Let me see some Cybermen.
1: Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, Permanent, destroy. Yeah. yeah. Eli we know way more about Doctor Who than I thought we did. I... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck man yeah um, okay anyway because we're all. fucking nerds man we're fucking nerds yeah but we're like we like reached a new level of nerddom though <laughs> you know we're like at this level right here like spider-man batman yeah that's whatever no we're like doctor who now we, we feel like we're cultured nerds now you know? <laughs> like masterpiece theater you know?
2: sophisticated we're yeah. sophisticated
1: we're nerds so- now <laughs> uh yeah uh no more tv shows i got a, probably another tv show but fuck it we'll talk about it later on let's get to the video game news uh video game news for those that are listening i think next week or something like that red dead redemption is right around the corner i know you're gonna get red Dead redemption too so just give me an alert check it out it's not coming on pc boo fuck it but hey it is what it is uh xbox owners i won't let you know that you've been bragging about modern warfare 2 for the longest and saying you got backwards compatibility coming but the greatest game of all time has got back compatibility and you said nothing about it. This is shit you should be bragging about. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 just went back compatibility and it plays better on the Xbox One than it ever played before. Why are you not bragging about this? Why are you not throwing this in our face? Eli, This some shit that might make me want to get an Xbox. Oh yeah? I, I won't. <laughs> but it made me think twice. You know? So Xbox fans, you want to brag about some shit? That's the shit you need to brag about. Brag about some shit that we care about. We don't give a fuck about another shooter, Modern Warfare Two, and Battlefield this and what the fuck else? Like fifty of these fuckers out there. Give us some shit that we want to play that we haven't seen in a while. We're not gonna get another good Metal Gear game because they fired the last guy that did this shit. So this is shit. You be play some other shit other than fucking shooters. Okay, I'm tired of. I'm, I'm off my rant. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, can we get to the bread and butter podcast? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I like. Cigars. We got a lot. We got a, we
2: got a heavy load. Well, I got a heavy. You load. You got a heavy
1: load. I'm gonna smoke a yeah. cigarette while you're doing this. So, uh, yeah, like I said, this is the part of the podcast where we dig in deep. We talk about the comic books that came out this week. And uh, yeah, like I said, Eli's got a whole bunch of list of comic books he's got to knock out. I really don't have too many because I just want to talk about TV shows all day. But hey, it is what it is. But I did read a few books. So, Eli, I'm gonna let you take it away because you got a whole bunch of books. So yeah.
2: Okay, well, you know, I guess we'll since I saw I see you read a DC book, I'll start out with the one DC book that I read. Um awesome. and yeah, and this is just in time for Halloween, Cursed Comics Cavalcade. Um basically Heroes Meet Horror, Ten Terrifying Tales. So this is basically an anthology of horror stories in the DC universe. Um, You know, and it's basically, uh, you know, it's a a throwback to, like, creepy Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror. We have a bunch of various spooky horror tales featuring your favorite DC superheroes. Um, You got, like, Green Lantern fighting alien zombies in space. You got Wonder Woman tracking down this, like, monster siren that's been killing these sailors off this coastal island village. Um, Swamp thing. Uh, he's, uh, he's He had a cool story where he stops this genetic scientist from creating this plant virus that will destroy the Earth. Um, oh, and it's Superman. Yeah. Superman is having these nightmares, having night terrors and shit. Um, okay. is a Batman? It, no, he's waking up... He's like waking up and fucking using his heat vision and starting fires in the bedroom.
1: Well, oh, I think you know, I like, these was nightmares like, are really. He fucking. was having a nightmare of Batman or some shit beating his ass.
2: Yeah, well, it, well, it's a bat. It was a. It, it turns out it was uh, this y- Yadu, Yadu.
1: Is that his name? Z- Zadu X A D U Zadu A D U. Oh, did he have the Phantom King? Did he have like a mummy mask on or some shit?
2: Yeah. That yeah, guy, yeah. That guy. He's okay, the, yeah. He's the first. He is the first prisoner of, of the, the Phantom, Phantom Zone. Zone.
1: Yeah, he was from Grant yeah. Morrison and, and whatever. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
2: that was. Uh, so yeah, that was the his story. Um, you know, uh, Green Arrow and 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 Black Canary fighting uh, fighting inner demons. A really cool story with Katana and Black Lightning taking on this like Japanese demon and shit that's killing kids so it's like all these horror stories and shit you know Um, yeah uh, uh, Robin, Damian Wayne uh, teaming up with uh, uh, Solomon Grundy to take on Professor Pig who's been kidnapping all these kids and shit Uh, shit like that but the coolest story was yes the Batman story (laughs) where he's, uh, he's tracking down this like serial killer slasher you know So it's all these like horror movie slasher tropes and shit with Batman in it. So that was really cool. So it was just, like I said, it's just a a fun horror book. You know, um, like I said, the the cover was worth it alone. The cover, it's got Batman being attacked by zombie versions of his parents. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah he's on the grave this shows the wayne the cemetery with the wayne headstones and zombies are sprouting out through the graves grabbing them and shit so pretty cool image um yeah just a fun horror book you know short horror stories with, with superheroes so um yeah four out of five a lot of fun pretty
1: cool okay That's creepy halloween story okay uh, everybody seems to be getting yeah. the spirit so yeah like I said, since you did a DC book, I'm going to follow up with another DC book of my own. Uh, and like I said, I'm going to do Superman number four. Like I said, uh, another part in Brian Michael Bendis' book. I think this is Unity Saga part four. And how the book starts off is, like I said, we left off last time. Rogue and and Soar have teamed up with every single criminal of the Phantom Zone, and they're here to invade Earth, which is already trapped in the Phantom Zone. Superman meets some head first. And he sees him coming. He like, And Superman remembers last time he fought Rogozar. He couldn't even beat Rogozar. So now he sees an entire army with him also. So he attacks him. And Rogozar kicks the shit out of him again. But while he's kicking the shit out of him, he's talking shit to him the whole time. He was like, they told me what your name means. Superman. Like, they call you Superman? They, You really got these people fooled, don't you? These backwater barbarians that you got everybody worshiping as a god. See... You didn't see when I killed Krypton the first time. But I'm going to make damn sure you see it when I kill your second planet this time. And I'll make sure Superman and then punches him to the earth and shit like that while everybody starts rushing towards him. Why? But he punched him so hard, he starts having a flashback of the time when he was hanging out with his son, Jonathan Kitt, who Bendis has forgotten even exists in these books. You know. Anyway, he's having uh, a conversation with John, And John is mad. You know, he's going around a junkyard just tearing up shit because he's frustrated like that. He's like, Dad, I'm sick of this shit. Well, he didn't say shit, but anyway. He said, I'm sick of this. All these, you know, they keep saying this negative stuff about us. They keep trashing us in the news. We should do something about it. And Superman tries to calm him down. He tells him, look, bullets can bounce off your chest all day long. That's what we're made to do. But you have to learn how to make insults, negativity, and disparaging comments bounce off your chest also. That's the hard part. We can do that stuff It's the hard part because people will always say negative stuff about it. But we have to be the better person to ignore this stuff because because we're superhuman and people. We need to set an example for other humans that they can be at that level also, because when we're at our worst, that means that they can be at their worst also. For instance, if I went and just attacked every negative person that came after me, you know how negative I'd be? For instance, honestly, I would I would have killed Batman like years ago. Like I would have just ripped his head off, and just kicked it in the sun. He was like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "Yeah, but every time Batman does some fucked up shit, instead of getting mad at him, I would step back for five minutes, analyze what's going on, and Batman would do something to show me why he's one of the greatest humans to have ever walked the planet. Because he, that's why, that's why he's my brother. And then the next day, he turns around and does the shit all over again. But that's what you have to do, John. Instead of you thinking negative about the same person thinking negative about you." you have to basically imagine everybody that eventually even if they're at their worst right now they have the potential to be their best and eventually they will show you their best it doesn't matter who they are they eventually show you their best he was like thanks dad you know anyway he wakes back up and he sees jack sewer getting ready to kick his ass also so superman takes jack sewer and try to get him away from the rest of the the kryptonian army that's rushing down to kill him and he was like jack saw look you and I hate each other. We've always hated each other like that. But why are you running with this guy? He was like, because we both hate you, kal You're like, do you know who this guy is? This guy claims he killed Krypton. And Jack Sur said, you're lying. And Superman looks at him like, you really think I'm lying, Jack Sir? When have you ever known me to lie? And then he doesn't say anything. He was like, but I want you to look in the back, back uh, history of this guy that you're running with and think about that. So he just leads Jack and just and just runs off. So he calls the Justice League he has adam in star labs uh he also has flash there also he's like okay i need you guys to figure out a way how to get the earth out of the phantom zone because the longer the earth stands in the phantom zone it's going to be poison and kill everybody on the planet and adam says look soups i have a way to get earth out of the phantom zone but it's crazy you're not going to prove of it and super like look i already know you're going to shrink the earth throw it in the phantom zone and kick us back out of it i already know just do the shit and so but before he does it superman does a super tornado kicks every single kryptonian uh criminal off the planet and then personally grabs rogozar and flies about the planet and said adam do it and so as soon as he takes Rogozar off the planet the earth shrinks into like a little minuscule adam you know disappears and then he throws Roguzar on the uh phantom zone surface world planet and rogozar like so you're stuck in the phantom zone with me because you have no way of getting back and superman just looks at rogozar like i've been in worse places than this and Rogazar stands up, dusts himself off, and smiles like, oh, no, you haven't, Kryptonian. Oh, no, you haven't. And then that's how the book ends. So two minutes in the Phantom Zone, trapped with Rogozar, with no way of getting home, with a guy that he can't beat. So, and he can't kick him off and banish him either. So I'm, I'm interested. Like I said, I don't know why people are hating this book right now, because honestly, I thought this book was fucking awesome, and it's getting better with every every issue. It feels super manny, you know, with him... Giving life lessons to Jonathan Kent, and if you pay attention to the parallels of the story, the same life lessons he gave to Jonathan Kent, he was giving the same life lesson to Jack Sur his most hated enemy. He's trying to think the best of Jack Soar because he know Jack Sur is a criminal that he hates, but he know Jack Soar in his heart of hearts loves Krypton. So once he tells him the truth, he knows that Jack Soar is gonna do the right thing, even though he's a fucking evil alien, you know. Awesome book, man. Four four point five out of five, man. Ben Bendis. Venice is doing it. Comic Cast, why do you hate this book? I'm calling you out. I'm putting you to task. Boogie. Gomer. <laughs> so, Adam Wade Adams, you too. Y'all Donny, K- Donny Cates didn't write it. Because Donny oh, Cates didn't okay. write the book. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis, y'all. <laughs> That's all I got to say on there. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go. We're going right. to get shit well, on it. I already I get- know. <laughs>
2: I guess I'll move on to uh, Marvel. Did you, did you read a Marvel book? Yeah.
1: Okay. I right. did. We'll move on to Marvel. Yeah, I? I don't know. I did. I did. I did read a book. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I well, my only Marvel book I got so, and uh, this is the the Immortal Hulk number seven. Now this book is great. Coming. Yeah. This book is great. This might be the book of the week. The book of the book of the book of the year. Fuck it. <laughs> this was that. It was that. Six
1: point five out of five. <clears throat> Let's go ahead. Yep. His name is-
2: Just a big, bright, shining star like Dirk Diggler, motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. This is this is great. Um, it continues to, to, to this comic just continues to get better and better with each issue. Um, Avengers finally track down the Hulk, and this book. It's just basically just a one big fight. Hulk versus the uh, Avengers. You know, and it's just dope. Hulk beats the shit out of everyone. Knocks Thor's... Yeah, knocks Thor's tooth out. (laughs) (laughs) Makes She-Hulk cry. Fucking Black Panther suits like overloads trying to fight him and shit. And he like rips Iron Man out of the Hulkbuster armor. Oh, damn! Yeah, freaks out Tony Stark, you know. (laughs) And to the disapproval of the rest of the Avengers, fucking uh, Tony Stark triggers the, this ultimate weapon, which is they need to
1: fail everybody he had.
2: Yeah, you know it's like I'm I'm gonna use the the helio ray or whatever the fuck it's called, and the rest of the Avengers are like no no don't, you know you know we already got the town evacuated, but still you're gonna destroy the town. And he's like no he he you know he's freaking out. Tony Stark is like scared, you know <laughs> he's <laughs> out of his hour because he basically ripped him out of the armor. So, it's just old, you know, human Tony Stark. (laughs) So, he triggers the weapon, and it destroys the whole town, neutralizes Bruce Banner, and he's dead. But, you know, he doesn't stay dead, you know, because at night, he turns back into the Hulk. Right. So, they got to, you know, they got to get him back to the lab before Hulk resurrects and starts shit again. So, that's what they do. They take him. They take his body. And the last... The last page. You want me to spoil this shit?
1: This uh, I've a, already this, seen it. You go ahead. And spoil. It. I've oh,
2: it. yeah. This was a fucking doozy. So they took Banner's body back to, you know, to imprison him, to imprison the Hulk. And they got him in the lab, but they chopped up his body. And they <laughs> got I, each I body part. Yeah, they got each body part in like a different container. So the Hulk is basically dismembered in pieces. And he's in these different jars in a lab. And he's still alive. And he's pissed, (laughs) but he can't do
1: anything (laughs) because he's in pieces. Right. So So I just can't wait. What the fuck?
2: Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I can't wait for the next issue. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this is just an awesome story. You know, taking the Hulk back to the horror monster uh, roots. Um, And yeah, it's just like, just like back in the day, he was just slapping the shit out of all the Marvel heroes. Old school, you know back when i was a kid this is this is why it reminded me why i love the hulk you know what i mean cuz that's what he used to do like nobody used to beat the shit. this is way before thanos got the infinity gauntlet and all that bullshit right, yeah, yeah. this is beat, when hulk beat,
1: beat the hulk out of banner yeah.
2: yeah this is way before that shit you know right yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah this is yeah i am just digging this book uh, i give it a 5 out of 5 fuck it it was i was just had a lot of fun this is like just
1: awesome <laughs> This old school Hulk. See, the one of yep. the greatest Hulk stories of all time is World War Hulk, and people love that story because Hulk is just beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. So, so of course, you know, you get yeah. one of the book we beating the shit out of people again. Yeah, it's it's what we what we want to see. We don't want to see yeah. Hulk getting bitched out.
2: And I remember when I was a kid, I was following this one where they 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 separated the Hulk from Banner. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like a when I was a little kid when I, I was reading like Hulk.
1: the '80s or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was like mid '80s or whatever. They separated Hulk from Banner, and the Hulk went on a rampage. He wasn't under control anymore, you know, because he would turn back into Banner, and everything would be good.
1: Right. But now the Hulk was just on a rampage, uncontrolled. There's no Banner to calm him down, right?
2: Yeah. So every he- of oh, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, all the Avengers, Alpha Flight was like a year. This went on for like a year, <laughs> <laughs> where they were just trying to contain the Hulk, and the Hulk just Spent the entire year just beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and they, they finally had to, like Doc Samson had to finally, like, put the Hulk back in Banner to yeah. stop it. And that's when he became, it, yeah. yeah, and that's when he became Grey. That's when he became the Grey Hulk.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of like merged. He wasn't as powerful. And, yeah, he wasn't as powerful.
2: He was smarter. That led to Joe Fix It and all that shit. And, <laughs> and then I stopped reading after a while. And, no shit,
1: worries. that's when it started getting good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's when I started smoking a lot of weed and started spending all my money on, 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 on weed instead of comics. So I saw
1: started- <laughs> <laughs> everybody has a <that> phase. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that was my one Marvel book. So,
1: okay. All right. So, yeah, my one Marvel book is uh, Avengers number nine. And like I said, I haven't been keeping up with this. This is Jason Aaron's run. I haven't been keeping up completely with the book, but man, holy shit. This book was awesome. It's are going to start from the beginning. So basically what happens at the beginning of the book, um, the uh, Atlantean villain Tiger Shark has popped up and he's trying to attack some sea crew, something like that and then to stop him one of the crew's members happened to be Stingray now for those who don't know Stingray and that's like 99.9% of you don't know who Stingray is Stingray is an old Avenger like he's a, a Avenger back in the 80s back when the Avengers were shit and he would let anybody in the group you know so he's one of those guys he's one of those aquatic superhero stuff basically he's underwater Iron Man basically so he fights Tiger Shark. They go in the water. They fight some stuff like that, and then they hear a voice that says, "Okay, you guys stop fighting. I have something to say." And they turn around, and it's Namor with the army of sharks floating around him. And he like, "Look, you two are either going to join me or you're going to die. One or the other. But you're going to stop fighting. That I know that much for sure." And then Stingray looks at Namor. He like, "Namor, what are you? Tra- are you trying to do another Atlantis attack? Uh, story arc again? Are you going to try to t- attack the surface world?" That shit never works. You always do it and it never works. So, look, Namor, let's just calm down. Let's have a discussion. Just talk about this. And Namor, like, I'm tired of talking. And he starts beating the shit, the ever-living shit out of Stingray. Beats him out of the costume while he's underwater. And then Stingray's is like, no, please. And Namor, look, I'm tired of talking. Sharks, get him. And then the sharks just start swarming Stingray and eat the shit out of him. And you can hear him screaming in the background. Why they're screaming, Namor turns around and looks at Tiger Shark. Why they're still eating the shit out of Stingray. He was like, uh, Tiger Shark, what's your answer? And Tiger Shark, oh, I'm I'm in. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you got planned, but I'm in. Don't worry about that. You know. So they swim off while the Sharks are still eating the shit out of Stingray. And then Tiger Shark is like, So Namor, what you got planned? I need to put a team together to fight our enemies. He's like, Who is our enemies? And the enemies are, take a wild guess. The next page, they go back, I guess, two weeks earlier. And it's the Avengers on the water. Avengers are on the water, uh, swimming down to Atlantis. They get, uh, stopped by a whole bunch of Atlantis, you know, soldiers, stuff like that. You know, they beat the shot at him because they're the Avengers, whatever, like that. And, uh, while they're doing that, uh, Black Panther is sneaking in, you know, the back way, trying to, you know, contact Namor while they're fighting like huge whale monster, shit like that. And then Namor catches Black Panther back there and Namor is fucking triggered. Now, for those who know the history, Namor and Black Panther hate each other's fucking guts. But I won't get into why they hate each other guts. So Namor sees them. They attack each other. They fight and shit like that. And then before shit gets like super ugly, the Avengers show back up. They all pop up in the same thing. They're like, Namor, stand down, calm down. Uh, we're not here to fight you. Like, so so if you're not here to fight me, why is it taking like eight of you to come down here and talk to me? So, and before they can even make a move, Namor swims past Black Panther so fast they can't even see him. He grabs Thor and Hulk fast and 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 like holds both of them down, but they can't even make a move. Like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like he moves so fast he didn't even see him. So uh, Tony is like, uh, Captain Marvel, take him out now before this shit gets out of hand. So Captain Marvel like cocks back all the way, hits him with Namor with the strongest punch she got, shit like that, and Namor just looks at her after it's done. Doesn't even he doesn't even doesn't even flinch, you know? And then he just says to her, "You know how many women would kill to touch the bare chest of Namor? You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> and she's looking like wait what like you're fucking sick and then he head the shit out of captain marvel like it's the last time you're gonna touch me you know and he just goes to just beating these shit out of the avengers all i them just kicking the shit out of every single one of them by himself you know thor ghost rider don't even fucking matter you know and then while he's beating the shit out of uh out of the avengers captain america is standing behind and he like namor stand down or i'm the one you gotta fight next you know And then Namor, like, is holding Ghost Rider's car in the air and just puts it down. He's like, okay, you know what, Cap? You and I go back. Go back to the war. You're my old buddy. I'm going to give you a little while to talk. I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me why you're here. And then after that, we're going to go back to fighting again. And so Captain America sits down and just talks to him. Like, look, Namor, I know you're mad. The Roxxon uh, poachers had captured a bunch of your, you know, people, killed them hung them over the side of the boat. And I know you want vengeance. You want to murder these guys, but you can't do that. He was like, so why don't you just give the guys to us? And then was like, okay, I'm going to give you back the guys, but I don't ever want to see any of you Avengers ever come back to Atlantis again. That is the rule. And he's like, okay. So Namor gives him the, uh, gives them the, the prisoners that he took capture from rocks He said, and they they didn't kill him. And they said, we're going to take these prisoners, we're going to put them in like a desert area where Namor can't get to them, you know. So after they leave and then we come cut back to, you know, forward time period. And Namor's like, so the Avengers took the prisoners and they thinking I can't get to them. They're wrong. I've already killed those guys. Because the toilet that they put the cell in with those guys, he flooded the toilet. Flooded so much that it drowned them. And like their own shit and piss, you know. To the dead so he like you know what i put a team together but i'm not gonna invade, invade the surface world they can have the surface world but if they ever come down here and attack the the ocean i'm gonna be ready for them and you pan out and namor has his own avengers team called the defenders of the deep you see like tiger shark back there Orca the Killer kill a whale who fought the avengers and beat them by him damn self some other guys i don't know but it's all like familiar ocean people that have been in marvel comics before they're like back there behind him and he got his own team like ready to fight anybody and that's how the book ends so yeah I, honest dude cool ass story about watching this shit. i like i hadn't i hadn't read a good namor book in a while because namor <laughs> used to be that guy yeah and just like hulk used to beat the shit out of people namor when he gets pissed beats the shit out of people too he beat the shit out of the hulk <laughs> you know when he is so this is like when he's like super and the thing is i like how they reference where like he used to be an avenger if everybody keeps forgetting he used to be an avenger also you know he was on the team cap recruited him they're old friends and buddies like that so cap was the if cap wasn't there no telling what he might have done to the avengers cap was the only guy that can calm him down because black panther wasn't gonna do it he was gonna kill rip black panther's head off and, and throw it in the sun or some shit you know? <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna give this book a 4.5 out of 5 the next book i think is going to be the avengers versus Nam War's Defenders team. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's cool. All, I, all I got.
2: All right. Well, I guess I got a bunch of indies. Uh, in From Image, um, I'll go with uh, Bully Wars, number two. Okay, cool. So, Scotty Young, the story about this bully named Rufus, who is uh, the biggest bully in in, in in middle school. But then he enters high school, and he starts to get bullied by the bigger bullies. And um, and there's this thing called the the bully wars, which determines which bully will rule the school. They have every year this competition. Um, he hasn't been invited to it. So uh, his victims, these this group of nerds that Rufus was bullying in, in in middle school, they decide to help him out, help him win the bully uh, the bully wars, in exchange. You know, if they help him win, then he'll leave them alone. You know, and and basically they're they're off limits of being bullied, so that's the deal they make. Um, so this issue, it's just basically we find out uh, a little more about uh, Rufus and and the and the nerds that they have a lot more in common. They all like the same sci-fi and comic stuff, and um, and then they start training him. They start training him the different bullying skills. Uh, we learn about the the villains, that the different bullies at the school, and all their abilities and all that stuff. So it's just really fun, um, over the top and cartoony. Um, yeah, Scotty Young. So enough said. It's 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 just it's just fun, fun, fun comic shit. So yeah, four out of five.
1: It ain't sound like a weird ass, but well, it's like interesting, like original concept. So yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then, um, oh, I guess that's still me,
1: huh? Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'll go with Murder Falcon, another book from Image.
1: I I heard about that one, yeah.
2: Yeah, this, this was fun, too, another fun read. Now, this is about a dude named Jake, and he's a metalhead. He plays guitar, but he's been down and lonely lately. He's not even in the greatest of moods. His band's broken up. His girlfriend, I think, may have died. It's all in a flashback, so... But I think that's what happened. But anyways, he, he's just he's just sad and lonely these days. Um, emo, not in the mood for much of anything. But then the city, it gets attacked by these giant kaiju monsters. And then there's the super, superhero, like, giant bird named Murder Falcon. He shows up. He looks like, a, he's kind of like a big bird with a giant robot arm. And he tells Jake that, you know, he needs his help. And that he has to play his guitar to give Murder Falcon the power to slay the monsters. So Jake plays his guitar and it lights up with like lasers and lightning bolts and it kills the monster. And Murder Falcon tells Jake that the world because of all the world's like depression and, and, and anxiety and and, and um, you know the 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 negativity all that negative energy that's been going on in the world it opened up this portal to another dimension where these giant monsters are now entering our world. So, um, but there's this certain music and instruments that can fight them, particularly metal. So that's where he comes in. And so Jake ends up snapping out of his emo bullshit and starts rocking again. You know, he picks up the guitar, starts rocking again. Um, yeah, book was a lot of fun, especially if you're, if you're a fan of metal, you'll have a lot of fun with it. Um, and yeah, it just uh, you know, for me as a metal head, as a fan of metal, being in a metal band, I, I I found it a lot. It it was a it was a nice comment on how metal gets a bad rap, and you know, people ask why you're so angry, why you listen to that angry music, and they don't understand. Well, it makes me not angry
3: anymore. Right.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I play my drums. I hit drums so I don't have to hit people. You know, it's a cathartic release. It's an outlet for. Right. My aggressions and it, feel, it makes me feel empowered. So I like that aspect. It's kind of, of like
1: the book. the violent video game argument. You know, yeah, people saying people when they play these shooters it actually makes them less angry when they play these games.
2: Yeah, you like live vicariously through these this virtual world world and stuff, and and yeah, and this book was it was there was a lot of metaphorical like uh like comparisons like like how like basically the theme of the book was like. How your art or your passion Or your hobbies are Basically that that's what can Defeat your demons your Sadness your anxiety or whatever whatever Ails you if if you have Something that you're passionate about that You love doing that's your salvation And that's basically the message of This book so that's what I Really dug about it so so yeah Murder Falcon 4
1: out of 5 so, so let me ask you this like I said When we, when we read metal like Dark Knight's Metal I heard metal <laughs> so when you read his book, did you hear metal? Yeah,
2: I mean, he's saying I'll do an E chord or I'll do that. and it has the, like you know the you know the 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 captions like round, you know those guitar chords and shit. <laughs>
1: okay. Because in, in my opinion, I think that elevates the book when you hear music, anything. like yeah. whether it's metal or whatever. Like when you hear the soundtrack to it, you know.
2: Yeah, and it show and it just shows. I mean, he's got you know he's he's just an average looking dude. He's not all muscular. Like the guy from Brutal Legend, that video game, you know, he's he's just a you know a, a chubby, stocky dude with long, shaggy hair, and he's got a guitar, and he's just like wow, and he's rocking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I, I dug on it, and yeah, that's about it. I mean, for this week, there was, I mean, Image was killing it the last couple weeks. I I read a ton of Image books. You know, Dead Rabbit was a good one. Juke Joint. It's a horror book. If you can stand the violence and gore, I, I suggest anybody I, I check heard, out. Juke I heard State.
1: about that one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Juke Joint was really good. Um, yeah, so that's about all I got. So.
1: Okay, I was prepared for you to just keep going, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, okay. Well, I, I guess that's it. Like I said, if you if you listen this not long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have other podcast. We have our sister podcast, Geek savs who are, are cranking up and going to overtime during the Halloween October month, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh we also have Comic Cast, like I said, with those guys over there. We have this Geese and Comics. I'm pretty sure they're cranking out new stuff too. Uh Give Valiant just celebrated their hundredth episode. You know. So it's oh, cute. Yeah, give a Good shout out that. to those guys. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? This uh Voodoo TV. We have uh, instruments of destruction, which I don't know how Gomer's going to cope with that because I think those books are coming to an end. Oh, what damn. The? Yeah, so I, they're going to keep it going some kind of way. I don't know. The,
2: tra- the, the Transformers or something? Did they lose the contract or something or something I, like that I happened? don't know.
1: I think those books are coming to an end. I think they're ending.
2: Yeah, I knew. I heard something about the Transformers books, like they were ending something.
1: Like yeah. This
2: so. last run which was like the final run or something.
1: Yeah. You, you know what? Maybe we should listen to the podcast and find out. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, Hulu TV. So, yeah, so that's all the ones we got. Uh, yeah, like I said, we got another episode. We will come back ne- next week with something else. We we'll probably talk briefly about uh, Daredevil. No, I will not watch the have the entire episode watched by the time this new podcast come out. So, don't expect me to. I'll get to it when I get to <laughs> it. You know. uh, that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week, same bullet times, same bullet channel.